Hi, this is Adam and Joe. Welcome to our podcast. Joe's just found out that you can swear on these podcasts. Yes, I have, bollocks fuck. So there you go. That's about all the swearing you're going to get in this podcast. Mm. The rest of it's clean, so don't worry about it. So listen, Joe Cornish, any strong feelings about Golden Wonder going bust? Well, it's depressing, isn't it? And I feel angry with Lineker. Do you blame Lineker? I blame Lineker, yeah. Why? For being too good? The power of his personality. The pa- the genius his of his ears. crisp-shaped ears. Yeah. Giant crisp-shaped ears. So you think it's all down to the genius of Lineker? I think so. It's a bit of a shame. What are students going to do without knickknacks? Nice and spicy flavour. Ribbon saucy. No. They're, they're all, all going. They're all going. Ribbon, ribbon saucy. Ribbon saucy. How do you make a sauce out of ribbons? Scampi and lemon. Ew. That's going. I won't be sad to see the back of them. Do you remember the... I loved knickknacks, though. Knickknacks are delicious. Oh, do you remember the Eat the Freak what TV What are they shaped ads? like, though, knickknacks? Well, they're, they're odd-looking. They're like what, a weird what, log. What are they based on, though? They're like a, a mutated chicken leg, a miniature mutated chicken leg. Yeah, exactly. How did they come up with that design? Well, do you remember the TV ad that was like Alien... It was a very strange advert. Oh, yeah. And there, there was people, some youths, sat round on, on a sort of cruise liner mm. and they were talking about how... And it was like a, it was a recreation of the scene from Alien just before the alien bursts out of Kane's oh, yes. stomach, you know. So they're all sat round, very well-cast group of teens to look like the crew of the Nostromo. Mm. And this guy suddenly starts freaking out. Nostromo? Nostromo? Nostromo, yeah. I, I'd like someone who knows how that's pronounced to phone in and adjudicate. Spaceman. Spaceman. Um... Anyway, so yeah, the, the, a knick-knack basically bursts out of this guy's stomach. Ah. And it looks like... Has exactly, he got a face? No, no, no. It's, it's brilliant. It's just a knick-knack. But it looks very much like the little alien that yeah. bursts out. It's quite a grotesque advert, and I'm pretty sure they don't run it anymore. So Lineker's murdered knick-knacks. He murdered knick-knacks. He's murdered Ringo's. He's murdered wheat crunchies. Oh, they're delicious. They are delicious. Because they've got bacon-flavoured air inside them. Exactly. Which stays no with you. No other crisp flavours the air. No. Within the, the snack. You know, because I, I rate a crispy snack by how long it stays in your in your burp system. In the burp system, it's true. And uh, and I believe the wheat crunchy will mm. stay in your burp mm. system for about two days. If you were tested by the cops with a burpalyzer, yeah. you would still show up with a wheat crunchy a, a, maybe yeah. a week later. Plus, if you choke on a wheat crunchy, its tubular shape allows you to breathe That's while right. the ambulance gets there. It can be used for a, a makeshift tracheotomy. If someone else chokes on a different snack, a wheat crunchy can be used for a, uh, an anaconda-style instant tracheotomy, yeah. <laughs> like punching the tube of a biro through. That was an anaconda, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, that was I loved, I love those uh, biro tracheotomies. There's sudden tracheotomies that make in, a movie. There's another one in Red Eye. Is there? Yeah. Have you seen Red Eye? Yeah. I don't remember that, though. She stabs a, a, a Biro right into, um, what's his name? The weird Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy, there yeah. you go. And, uh, Killian? Cillian? Killian. Nostromo? I'm definitely... Nostromo? I, I, I may not be right about Nostromo, but I'm right about Killian. Killian? Yeah. But yeah, she, she jams a Biro right into his neck. She should have used a weak crunchy, but now she won't be able to. And of course, pot noodles. Uh, the golden wonder pot noodle will be saying Oh, they, he won't... No. Yeah. No, pot, pot noodles are a billion dollar industry. Well, you'd think so. People will die if they withdraw pot noodles. I think they will. But maybe none of this will happen because maybe whoever has uh, assumed control of Golden Wonder will carry on these brands. But Posh Spice I, as well. It doesn't look likely. Posh she spice. should bear some of the guilt. That's right. Yeah, anybody who's soiled their pants <laughs> pants with the Walkers, <laughs> with the walkers campaign. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think it's a, it's a it's great It's a shocking shame. day. It's a shocking, shocking day. Sounds interesting, let's talk about it. Let's start talking now. We should talk a bit about Big Brother, because obviously everyone's watching Big Brother. 
Have you seen any Big Brother? No. Neither have I, but let's not let that stop us. Okay. Who do you think's in there? Uh, Fronty, Bobkins, Mavis, Janine, Heckle, Tommy Donuts, and that's my guess for six names. Yeah. Yeah? Because they all have to have crazy names. Uh, Ring Peace. Ring Peace. Bill Tong. Bill Tong. Giant Leslie. Giant (laughs) Leslie. What are their characteristics, though? Giant Leslie is a huge, overweight homosexual. Yes. Who's very funny. (laughs) Giant Leslie. Yeah. Outrageous. Outrageous. An outrageous, flamboyant queen. Yeah. Bill Tong is a wiry... Is Bill Tong all one word? Yeah, Bill Tong. Bill Tong. Bill Tong is a wiry Nigerian. Right. Who's absolutely furious. Yeah. And gets angry about anything. Yeah, gets really furious about anything. Yeah. Um, and turns out to be very, very left wing. No, what, very right wing. What about Tommy Donuts? Tommy Donuts is a sort of East End white boy. Uh, yeah, I uh, like it. Uh, and he's he's just cheeky and he's got he's always got an answer for everything. Yes. Go on. I can't remember any other names. What are some of yours? What about Jennifer Tinkle? Jennifer Tinkle. <laughs> Jennifer Tinkle is very posh. Yes. Um, and gotta have a poshy in there. Yeah, she's very posh, uh, but she's a she's a bit of a and she's very finger waggy. She's like right. a very daily. Well, we, male. we remind you, listeners, we haven't seen Big Brother, so if any of this is near the truth, then we're brilliant. Yeah. If you were to go in the Big Brother house, Adam Buxton, mm, mm. the name Adam Buxton wouldn't do. No. Not in a world where we've got Shabazz and Winkle and yeah. Terry Tips. Not sure there's a Terry Tips. <laughs> but uh, what would your name be? Jazz Pill Flight Manual. <laughs> that's a very good one. Jazz- yeah, that's very good. Okay. I'd probably just be called the J-Man. <laughs> <laughs> the J-Machine. The J-Machine. J-Boy. J-Lo. J-Lo. There you go. Jayco. 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 is quite good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It's just a noise of baby-like pleasure. Jaco. That I've got a name that works. <laughs> it sounds like a lady wants a pop singer. And, and what's the twist going to be? Because there's always a twist. Right. Do you mean like the, a, a sort of Chantel-type twist from the makers of the programme? Yes. Oh, I, you know what? They'd be missing a trick if they didn't make it a bit like Lost. Ooh. If they didn't incorporate some of the narrative twists and drama from Lost into the what show. What sort of thing? Some well, sort of a hatch? Some kind of hatch. Some unopenable hatch. Because they almost had that in the last series, in the celebrity one with, with Chantel and... The uh, secret room. Yeah, some kind of hatch. Because in Lost, right? You don't really watch Lost, do you, Joe? No. But in Lost, whenever things are getting boring, the writers just stick in a new hatch. So the island that they're on is more or less peppered with hatches, it turns out. Because every two or three weeks, they'll find a new hatch. And it's always very exciting when they do. Because you're watching this pretty crap program and really struggling through a lot of rubbish awful dialogue and silly plot twists but every time you find a hatch your heart leaps and you think oh god i love this program i've got to find out what's inside and you can't help yourself at all there's nothing you can do no i mean you can tell yourself it's like deal or no deal yeah just seal something in a box and you've got the world's attention so i reckon if they've got any sense at all in the big brother house that the makers They'll stick a few hatches in there. Mm. Maybe we should have a box on our show. How, how could we do a radio box? Just put something in the box. <sighs> and nobody knows what it is till the end of the show. <laughs> well, it we, could be anything. We could tell people that we've already got one. But then, well, but then they'd have to find out. No, because <laughs> we've got to keep what? people listening. No, but I'm saying that we could do that right now. We could say, we've got a box and, and we're not going to tell you what's in it. Yeah, there you go. Let's do it then. And go on, not- go, say it. Okay, all right. 
Seriously, though, yeah. folks, we've got a box, and we're not going to tell you what's in it. What's in it? No. What's I, in it? I can't tell you. When are you going to tell me? In a while. <laughs> <laughs> and then inside that box, there's just another box. Yeah. Different coloured box. Uh, I'm going to tell you in a year. Mm-hmm. No, because you can't tell them exactly when you're going to tell them, because they're going to say, I'm not going to wait for a year. Yeah, they'll just wait for that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing with Lost, you don't know how many series they're going to be no. or what. no. But with Big Brother, at least you know there's a conclusion. They couldn't just have an ongoing hatch mm. mystery like that. No. So there you go. That's what we would have in our ideal Big Brother house, I suppose, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. What? People with made-up names? People with made-up <laughs> names and, and more hatches. More hatches, yeah. That was interesting. We talked about it. Let's stop talking now. Okay, now, instead of music on our podcast... Uh, here's another slice of improvised magic from the Adam and Joe indie pop band. Uh, today, Joe, we're going to have some sort of more electroclash sounding music mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to improvise? What? I need more detail. Uh, well, you know the kind of thing I'm talking about, like Fisher Spooner. Okay. Like you're a robot from space or the future. A robot from space or the future. And you're singing right. an indie song. Okay. You're like a bit like Goldfrap or something. Okay. All right? Yeah. Here we go. One. What? Hang on. What kind of backing is this going to have? Like a, with a stylophone. Okay. Ready? Yeah, give me a few bars, then I'll, cu- I'll come in. Okay. I'm not very good on the stylophone, so it might right. be... Okay, I'm not very good on the, on the vocals. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good, isn't it? One, two, three, four. Message rum. Message rum. I received your message in the message rum. Little girl. Message rum. <laughs> now, no, this is going in a bad direction. <laughs> that was German. That's the sort of Germans do techno, don't they? He's in a message room, but he immediately stumbled upon an illegal, an illegal situation with a little girl. And you know what the end of that story was? She turned out to be a an undercover policewoman. <laughs> and he went to prison. And he went to prison. He was Good. nicked. Thank God. <laughs> what a story. <laughs> It all happened so fast. That's the internet for you. I just wanted to ask you about something, Mm. yeah. I went out for a meal the other day with about eight or nine people. Mm. And I turned into a kind of curmudgeonly grump, which I do more and more these days, because Mm. of the chinking of glasses at the beginning of the meal. Yeah? Do you know what I'm talking about? When everyone is forced to... Everyone says cheers, and everyone insists on actually making contact with every single glass around the table. It's like the oldest surviving sort of witchcraft superstition or something, isn't it? Oh, I did not clink my glass with Toby. Well, it's... will fall under a truck. It started off as a thing that Viking people did, you know, when (laughs) when there was lots of poisoning going on. Right. uh, You wanted to ensure that you hadn't been poisoned, or at least that everyone around the table was... Drinking mm-hmm. from each other's glass, so you bashed your tankards of uh, in order to spill the liquid Hogarden. from one into another. Exactly to create. How do you know that? Because uh, I went on the internet. Well, after this bad dinner party, yeah, yeah, you went on the internet to discover the root of. That's yeah, very good. And that's why it was. You know, there would there would be a little. What ho- did you search for? What were your search criteria? Chinking. Well, you're very lucky. You found a site <laughs> with the answer in that case. Yeah. And uh, no, you know, like toasts. And things like that. Toasts. Um, and that's why, originally, people did that. But, right. of course, with wine glasses and stuff, you know, if you're keeping the kind of company, classy company that I am, you're mm. just drinking wine, and uh, even with a glass of beer, you don't necessarily... No one's yeah, poisoning not, each yeah, other. There's not... Poison doesn't enter the equation, really. And if there's... But you four, know what I sometimes do? I just what? don't... 
I just don't bother. I just don't join in. I I, I clink as many as I de- deem fit, and then but then you get funny looks. That's what I'm saying. You That's... get weird looks as if you're some kind of. It's the obvious thing to do. Obviously, it's just to raise your glass because my dad's mm. quite fascistic about it. He just goes, "No, no clinking." Mm. And that's it. There's no there's no question of clinking my dad because he mm. just says it's ludicrous. Well, this is one of those key moments when you decide whether to turn into your dad. I, and I have said, yes, I will. Yeah. <laughs> but I got people. People were, as you say, giving me nasty looks and coming. Come on. You know, come, you got to chink. I said, yeah. no, I'm not going to chink. I'm not going to lean across the table and knock over like various bits of table furniture so I can make contact yeah. with well, your maybe, glass. Maybe what should happen is there should be a maximum number. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it just it's very nice. If there's four or five of you, it can be very nice. That's that's exactly right. But, yeah. but uh, okay, over let, five, it's going wrong. How about this? Over four, over four, no chinking. Five is too many, even. Hang on, Leela wants to say something. Because as soon as Leela, as soon as you as soon as you've got five, yeah, then the table's getting big. There's there's too much mm. leaning. Four mm. is fine. Four is absolutely mm. fine. That makes sense. You're all opposite each other. Mm. No problem. Any more than four, there's no chinking. We've it's achieved something that. today. Okay, good. Thanks a lot, rubbish lovers. Tune in next week for more rubbish. Are you accusing them of being <laughs> bad at loving? No, I'm, they just love rubbish. They love rubbish. They love detritus. Thank you, bye. Love you, bye. X F M. This is XFM.